How do you know if you're financially healthy? Well, I think it's a good question to ask. And I think it's a good question to even think about when you're looking at your own financial situation. So let's have a chat about it. It's Glenn James here, and this is My Millennial Daily. Right, yeah. So I've made a list of seven things, but the seven's probably a bit more of a next level bonus point. So let's just go through. And to be honest, in writing this list, there are a lot of Australians who probably can't tick this off. There are a lot of people who are not financially healthy. It's no different to physical health, is it? A lot of people who aren't, a lot of people that can't get there, just try and try and try and, you know, they spend their life chasing their tail and all that stuff. So there's no shame here, but I think it's good to have a true north in your life. What you want to aspire to with your financial health. And I hope this list helps. Number one, on a basic level, you've got no week on week stress when it comes to money. So the weeks come, the weeks go, you feel like there's no stresses in your life from money. That's it. So ask yourself, over the last month, have you felt stressed out by money? I know it's tough out there. I got a rent increase notice the other day. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? It's rough, right? Number two, your bills are never overdue. So you're organized. You've got a system in place. Might be the Glenn James spending plan. And we'll put a link for that in the show notes if you haven't got a system in place. Or you've got some other type of system. So you are organized. So you've got no bills overdue. You're on top of things, right? Number three, this is really important. And this could be the biggest step that you've ever taken or that you'll ever do in your financial life. And that's to have an emergency fund. And that's just having a bit of a cash buffer in your life that's set aside, that's out of sight, it's out of mind, but you know if there's a little emergency, you broke a tooth, you know, at the weekend, you know that spending $600 on emergency dental isn't going to be a catastrophe, it might be an inconvenience. So you've got that emergency fund there for things that you do not budget for. The next thing that I think is important is you've got no consumer debt. And I'd probably focus on this before the emergency fund. I accidentally skipped this one. I read the emergency one first. So whatever, it really doesn't matter. But you've got no consumer debt. You are in principle living on less than what you earn. Done. Like that is such a good sign of financial health because often when people rock up and they've got a credit card with a heap of debts and, oh, I've got a four grand credit card I can't shake. It's not because they pay for one $4,000 lounge on the credit card. It's been death by a thousand cuts. It's putting a pair of jeans on it. It's I'll grab this coffee and this dinner and I'll put my electricity bill on that. It's usually a result of being sloppy and not organized and it's death by a thousand cuts. And you turn around one day and you're like, oh, I've got this big credit card bill. The next one I really think is important. It might take a little bit to get to this place, but you're comfortable with your lot. You're not comparing your situation to others. You know, you're not saying, well, I saw this designer shirt or shoes or whatever watch on Instagram or a friend's got one and all this stuff. And I'm envious of that. So I need to spend money. It's this level of, I am content with who I am and what I've got in this life. I'm comfortable with my lot. 
I'm not spending money to impress people. I'm not spending money out of jealousy. I'm not spending money to show off. You are comfortable with what you've got. The next one, I think this is number six. You've got some goals in your life. So you're organized. You don't have any debt. You've got an emergency fund. There's no week on week stress. And you've got a bit of a like aspirational, we would like to save up X amount for the kids one day. We would like to save up and buy a new lounge. And these are the kind of steps into that pseudo luxury stuff. We want to save up for a nice holiday. We want to save up, start a business. So we've got strategic goals because like that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you don't have week on week stress worrying about your money, you can start to think about the bigger things top of the pyramid. You know what I mean? Like I always say, if you're um, struggling week on week to put food on your table, you're not planning on a silent yoga retreat for 10 days in India, are you? So, you know, you've got some goals. You might be interested in a hobby. You might be interested in getting French lessons and really getting that enriched life. I'm financially healthy because I have that money to spend on those next things like the luxuries and the hobbies and the holidays. And the last few points will be right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The last two points, actually, you've got your long-term investing nailed, right? So yes, you got your superannuation, but you're doing other stuff for future you. And this is kind of like the stages of financial health. And I might even get these drawn up on a, a diagram or something that you can kind of follow uh, and tick along like, yeah, I don't have week on week stress. I've got no consumer debt. All my bills are covered. Like we're getting to this point where we are healthier. And I think like you're obviously fitter if you can run a marathon as opposed to running 400 meters or 100 meters, right? So it is probably a bit of a, as you get stronger in your financial life, you'll start to be able to invest for future you. I think once you've kind of got all that stuff nailed and this next final point might come in sooner, but I just wanted to leave it to the last thing because it's all about how you spend your time during the week. And I'm going to say the C word. No, not that C word, career. What are you doing with your career? Are you in a job, in a career, in a vocation that you like? Because all the money in the world can't change a workplace or a job that you hate. So let me ask you again, are you in a job or a career or a vocation that you actually like? Because my friends, life is too short to put up with crap. And I know there are times where we're just going to get out of debt. We're going to get our emergency fund sorted and, you know, get to some type of base camp. And that's why I've left this career thing till last. Then we're going to nail the career piece. So all these kind of come together as a really big, healthy financial ball of stuff together. Now, if you're driving along and you want me to recap, I will. No week on week stress. Your bills are 
paid, up to date, you're organized, nothing's overdue. You've got an emergency fund set up. You've got no consumer debt. You're not living on less than what you earn. And we might just carve out the car loan because you might have a novated lease through work or something like that. You're really comfortable with your lot. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else and all that stuff. You've got some goals happening, you know, whether it's saving up for kids' education, a new lounge, starting a business or learning French of a weeknight, all that stuff. You kind of got that nailed. You've got your long-term investing sorted. Even if it's $100 a month into your super, additional to your superannuation guarantee amount from work, that's a little bit more because you've paid attention and it's for future you. So you've got some long-term investing happening. And then finally, you are happy with your career. And my friends, if you can nail all that stuff, you're going to have such an unstoppable life. It might take you a few years, some of you. Some of you might be almost there, all the pieces in the parts and all that stuff. And you've got one final piece. You know, you, you might be crushing it, absolutely crushing it, right? But you're not comfortable with your lot. You always want more. You've got to be more, more, more. You might have all the money in the world and more money than God. And you see someone that gets a brand new car and you get freaking jealous and go and buy one just because of that. I mean, that's a big lesson when it comes to money, I reckon, that contentment. Because, well, you pull that thread of not being content. It's wild. You know what, guys? You're wild. I'm Glenn. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening today. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.